Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. So uh, you're just back from a ski trip, I think. Uh, do you want to tell us about it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you about the whole ski trip. I'll just say it was wonderful. But the really funny part was when I got back and was catching up with your Twitter feed, that the very top of your Twitter feed uh, matched one of the conversations I was having. And it's, it's this weird synchronicity. It seems like I can't escape certain topics. They just come up and they follow me around for a week or two, and then we have to do a podcast on them, and then I, we can move on to something else. They, but, they uh, follow you down the slope, apparently. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This one followed me from Bear Valley to Portland to and back, and it's it's been it's been around. And it's the topic of of team structures and people asking about titles and what's the right titles. What are the right titles we should have? What are the right team structure we should have? And and this comes up. I can't. I, it's so often when people think they want to make things better, that the, they want to go and 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 grab the org chart. And and you know put the right boxes and lines and 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 put the right you know titles on and say okay we need to go hire people to fill this org chart and and that seemed to be what you were getting across in in your tweet would would you be willing to 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 uh, read this tweet uh, th that we hear uh, sure uh, except uh, I don't quite remember it uh, let's see oh here it is um, I had to look at the top of my feed uh, there is no right tech team structure only a variety of tactics that each serve different strategies better or worse. Settle your strategy first. And this comes from someone I was talking to who was doing exactly what you said and what your friend was asking about on the slopes. He, he was telling me, Squirrel, what I really need, the, the thing I need help with and the thing I need to work on most is getting the right team structure. And I said, forget that. You're working on the wrong thing. After he got up off the floor, uh, he asked me what <laughs> I meant. And that led to a very interesting conversation about strategy and how much more important that is than the tactic of what your team's structure is. Yeah. And I think I probably, I probably took me three times reading that tweet from you just before I could get past the first phrase. You know, there's no right tech team structure. Because at that point, I'd just be like, yeah, that's right. And then I had to go like read the rest of what you wrote. <laughs> it was, <laughs> you're right. You're right. And and it's certainly it's true that, the, you know, knowing the strategy first and, and that, uh, is important and it's, there's trade-offs in, in what you're doing. But just that fundamental thing, there is no right tech team structure. I feel like, okay, they, you know, there we go. That's the, that's, that's the main message. For anyone out there who's like trying to create the right tech team structure and thinking that's going to solve your problems, we, we, can, <laughs> we can stop right now because <laughs> that's, that's because not the, the case. Because the key thing is that looking, it's the same as trying to pick the right programming language or trying to pick the, the, the right uh, data lake structure or something like that. Those things are all, they all feel much safer than confronting the actual problems. Like none of our customers know what they want or salespeople are selling things we can't deliver or the project um, has one of three different approaches and uh, all of them might fail and, and we can only try one. Those are risks and challenges and problems that might keep us from building the software, and those are scary. And it's much easier to go to a whiteboard and start drawing boxes and lines, whether those are boxes and lines of people and team structures and um, number of scrum teams or something, or their boxes and lines outlining our um, database schema. Both of those are, are escapes. They're um, they're fantasies. They're um, um, <laughs> uh, covers for what you actually need to be doing. Yes, and I, and I think there are two things that are covering, and your tweet calls out one of them appropriately, which is the business side. 
you know, and, and, and your business strategy. And it's, it's a, an easy escape. So, and again, the sense of like outside the tech team, you can, it's, it, and, and it's certainly, I've seen that a lot of times business leaders immediately come and say like, you know, hey, let's, let's talk about the tech team structure or let's, I want to hear back from you about the architecture for what we're doing. And they're, they're much more interested in talking about the implementation side of things than, than their responsibility of the business strategy. I think there's another uh, a place that people hide from um, the difficult part internally inside the tech team, which I always refer to as the dynamics, the interactions between people. And they think, well, you know, right now we're having these teams, these people don't quite get along and we're not being very effective. So what we need to do is we need to rework. You know, we need, we need to figure out the right structure so that we won't have this conflict, we won't have friction and people will just all magically do the right thing. We won't have to have difficult conversations if only we had the right labels in all the boxes. And I'll say here that if anybody does actually figure out how to get a structure that allows people to not have difficult conversations, we'd be all ears. We'd, we'd, we'd love to hear about it because <laughs> it's definitely much easier to get the right structure or architecture or team skills or uh, hire the, just the right scrum master than it is to um, deal with the difficulty that the front end developers uh, keep building the wrong, um, keep calling, making the wrong API calls and they never ask the back end developers uh, how to improve the API. That, those things would be much easier, be much easier to do these other things with which it's um, people want to hide. The problem is they don't work, <laughs> and we've done it yes. hundreds of times between us, and, and, and the only way forward that we know is to have difficult conversations which may transcend roles, which may not involve the um, uh, words that are written on people's business cards. Somebody in the front end might need to go talk to somebody in the back end and write some code. It might be in Java. I'm sorry. That might be the way the world is. <laughs> and it's it, it's the, the the example you mentioned there about titles. The the exact thing of the in the ski slope where it came up was uh, someone who was asking about hiring a, a full time scrum master, and and they were saying like I just don't understand it in our context why we would do it. That it seems to be fine having different people fulfill that role. But the company is going to say we need to have someone with that title. You know, they need that box with the label Scrum Master on it. And he was saying, he was asking my opinion, saying, look, I, I don't, this doesn't seem like a full-time job to me. And uh, when I when I mentioned that to you, you got a great response. It was like, well, in some places it is a full-time role. <laughs> in other places it's Absolutely. not. <laughs> That's why it's a tactical decision based on your strategy. And if your strategy is to um, integrate, say, with uh, four different vendors, all of whom have very complicated um, release schedules. You might need a scrum master and a project manager and a um, project office. You know, you might need the whole um, safe architecture to, to build the whole thing over many months. You might also be a startup <laughs> building something in a garage. <laughs> and, and I've seen many cases like that where the scrum master, I can't tell what that person does all day. Yes. And actually, this, this it's great you say that. This, the person in their context is someone who um, at KitCon a few weeks ago astounded people when he said that safe works for them because they were all very anti-safe. And he's like, oh, it works for us. It, it really helps us keep our coordination among these 10 teams. The safe methodology is carrying a lot of weight for us. I'm going to be giving a uh, keynote in uh, Krakow, Poland. Uh, it's on our website, and you can go look at it if you're interested in going to it. But there, I'm going to be bashing Scrum and um, XP and um, uh, Kanban and ShapeUp and Safe um, and saying <laughs> you, you don't need these as first principles. You don't need to start with them. 
but if the tactics um, uh, dictate, if, if your situation dictates that these things are going to be helpful to you, go for it. It's just not the place to start. It's not some kind of um, panacea that will somehow make you uh, um, perfectly successful. Yeah. And, and I've, and I've got to say, I want, I want to admit here to having um, been made this kind of mistake in the past, uh, where I had worked with one team structure in a certain process in one context, moved to a different company and thought, well, let's just do what I was doing before without you know uh, um, adjusting to the context we were in. And what, the thing that ended up being most painful was I was trying to bring over use cases and We'd had a lot of value from these cases before, so why wouldn't we have it again? But because it became it, it became a focus on doing use cases as opposed to getting the value of use cases, it really led the team in the wrong direction. It was a, it was a good example of trying to do something because it seemed the right thing to do, as opposed to fitting it to what are the problems we're trying to solve, what are the dynamics we need. There we go. Okay, well, if listeners are having trouble with um, uh, setting their strategy or understanding their tactics, or if they just want to know what a Scrum Master does all day, uh, or if they <laughs> want to disagree with us and tell us uh, how, how great it is to, to set up a structure ahead of time, build your architecture, get your data lake in place, and then figure out what you're doing, we'd disagree pretty strongly to start with, but we'd be happy to hear it. I love we're, gonna, we're probably hear from someone about team topologies and how they, oh, they yeah. use team topologies ahead of time to, to figure out what they do. Great tactics in that book. Excellent tactics. Super ideas. You need an input to the ideas, which is what are you trying to do? What is your context? What's your situation? Anyway, so if people want to disagree about any of that stuff, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and also, if you have questions about it, the best place to do that is at agileconversations.com. And on there, as you hear my dog barking in the background with excitement about it, on there you'll find um, uh, uh, our Twitter and email and transcripts of these uh, podcasts and um, free stuff and videos. You find all kinds of good things. So ha uh, go and find us on agileconversations.com. And also, the other place you can find us is next Wednesday when we'll be back with another episode of Troubleshooting Agile. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Squirrel.